Well, it's an interesting time, isn't it? Here we are, and, and well, Putin is president of Russia for 22 years, and now he's exercising his power and moving into Ukraine. This man is a curious, curious creature. He came to power from the street. I mean, he evolved from the street. He was a boy from the Leningrad street who ended up in the Secret Service. And he has said that 50 years ago, the Leningrad street taught me a rule. If a fight is inevitable, you have to throw the first punch. That's Mr. Putin. And it's a curious situation we find ourselves in. I don't regard Putin as anything but a dictator and a repressive one at that. That's my personal attitude to the man. And yet, I think we would do well to understand what motivates Mr. Putin and the way he thinks. And the circumstance is that he feels himself provoked by the West. He feels that he cannot bear Ukraine joining NATO, that this is an existential issue for Russia. And it would take very little to get a commitment from just one of the NATO member states to say, no, 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 since we have a veto uh, on this matter, we could and would stop this. But NATO won't do that. No NATO state will do that. They want to be able to expand east behind the old Iron Curtain. And that's a big issue for Russia. Now, (laughs) where are we going with this? Note that the presidents of China and Russia have been exchanging phone calls right now as Russia has moved into and seized major swathes of Ukraine. The presidents of China and Russia are speaking on the telephone. What about? Well, I suspect the big question for Putin is whether China is going to seize Taiwan at this time, at this moment. I think he would like that to be the case. And he is encouraging his friend to do so. Because that would then put the whole world on notice that there is a kind of new Eastern superbloc that the world must deal with. Now, their perspective, let's look at their perspective. Let's look at Putin's perspective. Not that you would share it, but he has seen, he would view, the West betraying his allies. He has seen, has he not, what happened to former Yugoslavia? He recognizes the breakaway so-called republics of eastern Ukraine, but he has an example. He has an example in the behavior of Western European nations to copy. I mean, the uh, Yugoslavians felt that Germany's recognition of Slovenia, followed very swiftly by recognition from the United Kingdom, of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, Germany's recognition of Slovenia 
heralded the breakup of Yugoslavia. Uh, Germany recognized Slovenia as independent, uh, <laughs> an integral part of a integral state, just exactly the same as Russia is doing now, you could say. At least if you were Russian, you could say. Germany recognized Slovenia and, and destroyed Yugoslavia and led to years of Balkan war. Uh, let's hope that this particular incident doesn't lead to years of war in Ukraine. I mean, we have seen Ukraine, <laughs> Crimea is in Ukraine, for goodness sake. So it's a major issue. Crimea was gifted, of course, by to uh, Ukraine by Khrushchev, um, but originally very much a part of Russia. So we have a situation that mirrors a situation. In many respects, uh, the, the, of course, the example is much less a scale, but the example of the seizure of territory, I mean, you only have to see Turkey's behavior in Iraq and Syria, and Turkey is, of course, a, a um, member state of NATO. That's eastward expansion of NATO and quite, quite dangerous too. But Turkey has bases in Iraq, um, in Bashika, in the Hook Airport and so on. It also has seized major, major swathes of northern Syria, not on the same scale as Russia is now in Ukraine, of course not. But remember, uh, here I again, I'm speaking as an apologist for Russia, remember that this Ukraine was part of the USSR. It was an integral part of the USSR, all of Russia's... Uh, missile bases were in Ukraine. And it's to the east of Moldova, to the south of Belarus, it's tucked in under Russia. Russia, Russia's homeland. It's behind the Iron Curtain that was. It's very difficult, very difficult indeed for Mr. Putin to watch Ukraine seduced by the European Union offering a billion dollars in aid and so on, and moving into the Western camp. It's a prideful thing for him, is it not? He's a proud, proud, proud man. So this crisis has come about. And where will it end? Well, clearly we're not going to go to war for Ukraine. We're not going to sacrifice lives for Ukraine. We are going to watch it bleed, and we've had enough of foreign wars for the moment. So Russia will be sanctioned. And sure, you may have some targeted sanctions on the elite, and it'll be very tough for them if they can't have their old Western bank accounts that they used to enjoy. But by and large, the sanctions we are imposing on Russia will harm and hurt the ordinary Russian people. Because that's what we do. Because we are moral cowards. We won't go to war for Ukraine, but we will make the ordinary people of Russia bleed. That's how we behave. We are unbelievably cruel. Do you have you seen Syria today? Have you seen people are starving? They have no eating for their homes. Because of American and British 
United Nations sanctions. The cruelty is incomprehensible. But we do this, we do it again and again and again and punish the ordinary people for the sins of their leaders. Iran? You think the elite are suffering in Iran? Come off it. You think the the supreme leader is suffering as he, he eats his supper? No. The people of Iran suffer under Western sanctions. This This blunt instrument we use because we are moral cowards, is one of the cruelest in the world. And we use it repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly, and we should be profoundly, profoundly ashamed of ourselves, in my view. But there, that is not to say that I think Putin is anything but a very nasty piece of work. I'm not an admirer of the way he imprisons and kills opposition people. But I don't think we handle Russia correctly. We need to handle even our enemies with respect. With respect. If we are to build a better world. Okay, God bless you. Thank you.